Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to Chat With Me. My name's Eddie. If this is your first show you're listening to, hi. <laughs> um, for those of you who have listened to a couple or know me personally, yeah, here I am. I'm back at it. Uh, I think this would be episode five, but in my little itty bitty tiny series, I guess you could call it, on showing grace, this is part four. Um, you know, each each one I keep saying, I'm going to keep these short, I'm going to keep these small, but I, I, I keep extending it longer and longer and longer. So you want to know what? We're just going to sit down and enjoy this ride because I got a few extra little things I want to, I want to talk about in this one. So kind of, kind of, uh, four or three, three major bullet points. All these numbers are confusing me. <laughs> so, but I want to talk about, you know, allowing yourself to rest something I have a lot of trouble doing. Um, not to sound hypocritical, but you know, in this process for anybody, you're going to have those setbacks. You're, you're going to slip, you're going to fall, you're going to sit down and, and wait, you know, the past is going to catch up with you, things like that. So all the fancy, trendy, uh, cliche, trending statements about self-healing and, and, you know, self-love journeys, healing journeys, things of that nature. But, you know, any mahu, I digress moving on. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, allowing yourself to rest again, something I need to work on uh, a lot again and still. Also, I'll, you know, we, we got to start showing ourselves more gratitude. So I'm going to I'm going to hit on that as well. But I also want to kind of wrap it up today with, you know, not just the podcast episode but you know the the show and grace little mini series you know to reassess and manage your expectations so we're gonna go ahead and start kicking this into gear here so um yeah we'll just we're we're gonna start off with or i'm gonna start off with you know allowing yourself to rest what the hell is rest (laughs) i mean i'm a 44 year old man i don't what man Oh, jeez. I think I've been living in the South a little too long. No offense to my Southern peeps. I love y'all. I was born in PA. I lived up North for many years. Lived in the South longer, but I still like to sound less Southern. But I've got some people in my life who are like, oh my gosh, you sound so Southern. I'm like, no, I don't. But I guess I have a, a, a slight hint of Southern in the way I speak. So, any mahu. I digress. Moving forward again. So, you know, allowing yourself to rest. You know, as as a as a 44-year-old man, I can only speak about me being a man because that's what I am, you know. So whatever you are, I'm sure you probably can relate to this. Um again, divorced twice. I have three kids, two grown, one 6-year-old. Job, podcast, write books, do TikToks, other social media posts. Um, you know, I'm, I'm helping a friend with, with his business, social media stuff. I don't know why I'm not that good at it, but he trusts me possibly his mistake, but <laughs> yeah, so I do a lot of these things. Plus, you know, getting back into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a purple belt with two white stripes. Some of y'all might know what that means. Some of y'all might have no clue. I'll just say this. It means that, that, that brown belt, that brown belt. That glorious brown belt is getting closer to being within reach. A dream, a goal of mine. You know, after that, of course, there's the other one of, you know, the next four stripes and then the black belt. 
So when do I rest? When do I rest? I don't know. I barely sleep, (laughs) you know, but this isn't really about rest as in sleep, you know? I mean, we all have a lot of things to do. We all have our families. If, if you're married, you've got your spouse. And if you're married, kudos to you. Keep working on that marriage and, and keep making that thing grow. And, and I wish you many, 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 many years of happy marriage. You're going to have the downsides, you know, obviously, but that's fine. In this little series, you can apply some of these things, you know, to your marriage and whatnot. So, you know, and yes. Even after two divorces, I still believe in marriage. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Okay, I got to stop. I'm, I'm about to go on a tangent on something that's not... Well, anyway, I'm going to focus back. Allow yourself rest. Come on, Eddie. Focus, 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 focus. Okay, okay. Maybe I should stop recording and uh, restart this. Nah, we're just going to keep going. So allowing yourself rest. It's hard to find that time in your busy life, you know, whether you're single, whether you're divorced and raising kids on your own, you're divorced and, and, you know, you, you have, you know, shared custody. I mean, I, I could sit here for an hour and talk about all the things in life that would make it difficult for you to be able to rest. You could have insomnia. Hey, I mean, you know, the list goes on and on, but here's the crazy thing. in in my opinion, and and this is is at least for me and and maybe some of y'all can relate to this but growing up i was taught that i earn what i work for and that successful people work the hardest which is often true and i think in a lot of cases it's true but i look back at my life and i'm like man i've busted my butt i busted my butt in the martial arts i busted my butt in you know becoming a personal trainer i busted my butt with my my gym that i opened in in jiu-jitsu school you know i busted my butt on writing my books and i worked so hard i worked so hard where's my success well success is a journey not the destination but we can we can get into that a little bit later you know you know, but but we we well at least me but I would I would say we because I'm sure there's people out there I'm not that fucking special I'm not the only one thinking this or feeling this but we tend to forget what we tend to forget is that hard work and overworking are not synonymous. Ooh, that was a big word. I feel fancy having said that. That just popped in my head. <laughs> they are not synonymous. Um, and I probably mispronounced it. So if I did, you English majors out there, hit me up and let me know how to properly say that word. But anyway, you know, overworking is often, dare I say, glamorized. You know, people feel that, you know, they're special because they overwork or, oh my gosh, Eddie, you're so amazing. You know, look at how much work you do. No, I'm stupid. I, I, I overwork. You know, I overwork a lot. You know, and there's nothing glamorous about it. You know, I work myself to the bone on a lot of things. And, you know, it ends up sometimes crumbling. You know, whether it's my fault, outside influence, combination thereof, you know, it falls apart because I overworked. I got tired. Um... I started having to slack a little bit because I had no more energy. I couldn't focus, things like that. So overworking yourself, whether it's mentally or physically, can do a lot of damage. You know, it can take a serious toll on mental health, physical health, and emotional health. So, you know, just 
just be weary of that, you know, or, or cognizant of that, you know. If you find yourself while you're working hard at something or on something, that if you start to overwork yourself, it's going to take its toll. So that's, you know, why it's imperative that you allow yourself rest. Now, okay, I should have done a disclaimer maybe, but here it is. I'm not saying quit your job. I'm also not saying to stop working hard. I'm simply stating that it's okay to show yourself some grace by taking a break. Just a break. It could be 15 minutes, an hour, a day, a week, but your mind and body needs it and it, it, it's going to thank you. You know, when I worked in corporate America, we, we would, uh, I was in a call center and, you know, eight to five, sitting on the phone in your cubicle, blah, 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 next call, blah, 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 next call. It was daunting. But our management staff, and when I became a manager, we, we were very focused on, okay, y'all need to take a 15-minute break in the morning. And, yes, this was also, you know, labor laws, things like that. But I'm no labor law attorney, so I can't talk about the laws because I don't know them fully. But we would make sure that our reps would take a 15-minute break or take their 15-minute break. And my, my team of management, they were, they were strange about it. They were like, get away from the desk. <laughs> get away from the computer. Actually take that break. If it's nice out, go outside. Go to the break room. Do something to get away from the spot for 15 minutes. Come back, work, go to lunch. Come back, work, take a 15-minute break. Come back, work, go home. You know? And yeah, it gets daunting, and that can be taxing as well and drain you as well. But imagine what it would be like at work if you didn't take those little breaks, if you didn't take your lunch break away from your work desk, things like that. So, you know, allow yourself that time. If you have to, most of us have a phone that you can set an alarm on or a reminder on. Set reminders. Take a break. And set it at times that you know you can typically take a break, you know. Take a break and, and just step away from what it is you're doing. Not quit on it, but just, you know, if you're at the computer, need that break, get up, walk away, go outside, go to the kitchen, go to the break room, wherever you're at. Take those breaks. Allow yourself that time to rest and detox from what it was you were doing. Now, I've honestly, even with jujitsu, even with the martial arts, working out, I've taken breaks. And admittedly, sometimes I started to view it as I had quit, but I've been able to pull myself out. It's like, no, I'm not quitting. That break was a little longer than I had anticipated. And then I get back into those things because those things are, are important to me. Those goals, working out, staying healthy physically, plus working out in jujitsu helps with, you know, my mental health and my emotional health. So, you know, point is just, just, Allow yourself, don't beat yourself up for resting, you know. Again, giving yourself some grace by taking that break. Now, you know, kind of jumping into, uh, you know, showing gratitude. You know, that's, that's another great way to show grace to yourself, you know, is, is to just simply be grateful, you know. Put attention to good rather than bad. And I know that we talked about that in another episode. You know, you, you don't have to always focus on the negative. Focus on the good things. Like I talked about, write some good things down about yourself. Write some achievements down. And if you're having trouble putting attention on good things, go back to that piece of paper or that journal. Or if you use a computer and you've typed it out, go read those things. Remind yourself 
of the good things. I've found that journaling, and I'm not a huge journaler. Yeah, journaler. I was about to say journalist, but that's that's different. You know, I'm not a huge you know, personal journaler. I've done it, did it for a year, year and a half, did wonders, and I was like, I got this. So I stopped doing it, of course, which <laughs> is not helpful. If I, if you're doing something that's working and helping you, you know, show yourself gratitude, keep doing it. Otherwise, you know, you're you're going to stumble and you're going to stop showing yourself some gratitude. So and and yeah, yeah, it it the 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 the, the all the work will feel like nothing. You'll feel like you're starting back over. So which. I have done recently started journaling again and showing showing myself some gratitude as simple as I wrote down when I started this podcast I started my podcast on this date woohoo yay celebrate <laughs> so you know and it, and it made me feel better you know and I say that you know don't you don't have to do exactly what I'm saying to do just find ways that work for you because there's really in my opinion no wrong or right way to do it it's just a different way of showing yourself gratitude, you know, I'm not that creative of, of a person. So, so what I did was I had to look up, you know, ways to show yourself gratitude, you know, and there's a, a, a bunch of different ways of doing it. And, and there's some people out there that are more creative. So you're probably going to come up with better ways or for you, or maybe heck better ways for me. So share, share, share ways that you show yourself gratitude. Remember I'm all over social media. <laughs> so, you know, but here were a few, few ideas and, in, in, in ways to practice gratitude. Um, you know, like I said, I made, I made a journal. Now some people say, name it your gratitude journal. I just went out and bought a spiral notebook from Walmart and just started writing crap down, you know, but you can label it. You can pretty it up, put stickers, you know, but just purchase that journal or notebook solely dedicated to, to you and your expressions of gratitude. You know, write in it, whatever you want. But in my opinion, for it to be a, 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 an effective practice, the journaling, you know, try to write in it at least once a day. Okay. I've started some days I'll write once, typically right before I go to bed because I do procrastinate a bit, but you know, I'll, I'll write stuff in there. Um, you know, right before I go to bed, but I do my best to do this at least once a week. Now that takes up more time. Cause I'm like, Oh, Monday, this Tuesday, that da 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 da. da. So it takes more time out of that one day. Whereas I feel better if I just take a few minutes each day and write things down. Um, and to be honest, there are some days where I get a little overwhelmed with everything that I've got to do and get, you know, have going on, or maybe I'll, I'll take too much of a break and I'll run out of time and straight up forget, you know, to write stuff down. So it's okay, but I make sure that I do it at least once a week, you know, and also I have reminders right down in your journal. What victories did you have today? Yeah, I've got all these little alarms that go off. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. And then I, I should probably set another one that says, it's later. Get back to it. <laughs> so, you know, another creative thing that I found on the interwebs was to create a gratitude jar. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Like a cuss jar or a swear jar, you know. But every day, write down things you are grateful for on just a strip of paper and place it in the jar. Similar to the journaling, whenever you need a reminder of like your blessings, you know, uh, the, the victories, 
you can go grab a piece of paper and just read it. You can do it in your head. You could do it quietly. You could whisper it or you could say it out loud or you could get in front of a mirror and like belt it out, you know, say it with your chest. I, I think that was Kevin Hart that said, say it with your chest. I don't, I don't remember. But anyway, in any way that you want, just read it, read it, remind yourself of those things. Another thing that I found, um, and I haven't done this, you know, may, maybe I will see how it works for me, but it was, uh, it was come up with a gratitude mantra. I was like, oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> you know, create a, a gratitude mantra or chant that you can say out loud or silently to yourself. And if you meditate, you could, you could do this, you know, in your meditation time, you know, but whenever you need it, just say it, repeat it to yourself. Um, I talk to myself enough <laughs> and I'm sitting here doing it in front of a microphone right now. Um, but yeah, you know, so, so that's another idea. If that's kind of your vibe, if that's the way you like to do things. Um, I know for a while I used to, um, before work, I would stand in front of the mirror and stand like Superman and tell myself, you know, you got this, you can do it. And, you know, I felt goofy. I felt silly doing it, but it kind of worked. I started changing up the way that I said things, you know, to be a little more realistic and feel like I was not lying to myself as much, you know, but yeah, so you, you could come up with your gratitude mantra or, uh, or chant that might help you. Another thing that I found and I haven't done this in a long time. Uh, as a matter of fact, a friend of mine that I met through a, um, a, a men's group on Facebook, he and I do this typically, oh, hey, we might need to start this soon. Typically every November, he and I do this throughout the month of November. But it's expressed three things you are grateful for. You know, every day, come up with three things that you're grateful for. You know, I, so when, when I tried this on my own, I fell short. That's why every November, my, my friend and I on November 1st, we start this, we text each other, you know, we'll text each other first thing in the morning. Typically, you know, we, we, we do it by lunchtime at least. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and, and lie to you guys and say every morning I get up and you know, I do this at seven o'clock in the morning now, but we would do it in the morning before lunchtime, but we would text each other three things we were grateful for that day. Some people do it at night. I've suggested to clients when they, when they write this stuff down to read it out loud in the morning. And then again, like when, when they wake up and then do it again, right before they go to bed because it, it is a very reassuring thing to do. Those are kind of like the last thoughts on your mind as you go to sleep, you know? And a lot of my clients that I've worked with as a, as a personal coach, they've said it worked wonders for them. So, hey, you know, go for it. I don't do it at night typically. There's some times where I'm like, huh. And, you know, I'll, I'll kind of repeat them in my head, you know? And it, it, it is, it's a great feeling. So it's probably something I should do more of for myself. You know, and obviously you don't have to do every single thing here. Hey, you've got a life. You've got, you know, again, you've got a spouse. You've got, a, a, you know, a significant other that, you know, you're you're spending time with. You've got kids. You've you've got cleaning to do, laundry to do. You've got to change the oil on the car. But finding a couple of these little things 
to do in your life on a daily basis or weekly basis. It's going to assist in that release of, you know, that you get from showing yourself grace, getting out of that negative and pulling more into that positive life, that positive mindset, you know, and remember, none of us are perfect. We're not going to be able to do this every day, every second, you know, life does get in the way, but that's when you, you just show yourself that grace and you're like, okay, I'm, I missed a day back on track. Not that big of a deal, but yeah. So like I said, those are just some of the ideas. I'm sure you could go to Pinterest, Google it. You'll find a a bunch of things. And hey, for you creative people, you're going to find other ways of doing it and and find other little things to to assist in showing yourself that gratitude, which again is a great way of showing grace to yourself. Now the last little thing I want to talk about, and again this little little mini-series of uh, showing grace, is to reassess and manage your expectations. Ooh, expectations, man. That's a fun one, you know? Um, Because a lot of us will set unrealistic expectations. That's me. (laughs) I I am the self-proclaimed king of setting unrealistic expectations. That, That was me. That was me. That was the past Eddie. The new Eddie is, is getting better at that, you know, but I found, you know, many times our feelings of disappointment are self-imposed. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me try to, to restate that. Um, most of the time, my feelings of disappointment were self-imposed due to my unrealistic expectations that I placed on myself. And yes, admittedly, others. You know? These expectations are, are you know... They're, they... They, they kind of stem from, like, perfectionism. Even though I sit here and I, I state all the time, I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect. But due to a lot of influences from within and outside influences... Feel well, no, I felt like I had to be perfect, even though that was impossible. That was a lot of stress to put on myself as a kid and to have put on me as a kid. And I decided I'm Superman, so I'm carrying this crap with me into adulthood, into every relationship, friendship, marriage, etc. You know, so when I talk about my divorces and, and, and breakups and, and all the negativity in my life. The common denominator in every negative situation in my life has been me. And with that, me setting unrealistic expectations. You know? So if you find yourself setting those high expectations, you know, and or uh, unrealistic expectations, it's important to stop. You know? Well, how do I do that, Eddie? Well, heck, I, I don't know. You know, for me, it is writing things down and then going back and rereading it and reassessing it and, and self-reflection. Um, that's just what works for me to see, well, hey, Eddie, come on. There is no way at your age <laughs> with, with, the, with, with your schedule that you're going to be able to train enough to get that black belt in jiu-jitsu in the next two years. It's just not going to happen. So to write that down as one of my expectations in life 
it's just it's it's impossible it's unrealistic i would have to well okay it's not it's not impossible but if if you because you know hey if i won the lotto and didn't have to work and you know or if if you know my my books started selling thousands a month you know, i'd have the money to free up more time i could train more but due to the circumstances in my life if none of that changes that is an unrealistic expectation with my current circumstances so i have to reevaluate reassess and then say okay i'll get my third stripe on my purple belt within the next year because with the number of classes i have to take you know the the amount of mat time i have to have that is a realistic expectation even if i have to miss a couple classes here and there but the great thing is, is i also tell myself well hey if if i get sick for two weeks i can still do that i can still obtain that stripe within a year and heck, maybe maybe a better way of doing it would be, hey, in three years I'm going to have another stripe. And that that's that's giving myself too much leeway. So, you know, I, w- I want to pressure you know pressure myself a little bit, but not too much. You know, so I break. I know how to get to the black belt. I got to break that down into those steps. Now I'm getting into goal setting, but it also has to do with expectations. You know, um, again, I've said you know I'm I'm single from the perspective of. I'm not married, you know, um, when, when I, when I go to the doctor and it's like, you know, are you married, single? I check single, not saying there's not a person that I'm talking to, but I'm not saying there is. (laughs) So, um, but you know, it's just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not married. So that's what I view as, as I'm single, you know, um, in the dating world not that you guys are asking about the dating world it's um, that's a tangent so i do i do my daily life and the, you know i pay the bills i work i earn the money and i, I take care of my six-year-old when he's with me i take care of myself nobody's doing my laundry nobody's cooking eddie dinner or anything like that eddie's not cooking anybody dinner so from that perspective i'm single so when things happen here in my life, I have to take care of that on my own. So I have to take into account all those things when I'm setting my expectations, you know. But also with that, if there was somebody in my life, you know, I can't sit there and say, hey, this woman, her and I are getting married in the next six months and we're going to have a perfect marriage and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I've got to be realistic. You know, I've got a kid. I've got an ex-wife that's involved in his life. I have to reassess the the situation. I have to say, okay, here, you know, and and what about their situation? You know, does she have a kid or kids? So how are we going to navigate all of this? Because the kids got to get, you know, not everybody's going to get along, but you know, we we the kids need to in, you know be introduced to each other. We need to make sure that my situation, her situation, you know, can can change either way. Um, you know, to, to mesh with each other. Does it need to change? You know, so I've also got to learn her. I've got to learn her kid or kids. Um, you know, does she have an ex that's involved? I have to, I have to make sure that I, I mesh with that. I'm now getting into relationship advice, which is not something I was meaning to do, but I think you guys get the point. I can't sit there and say, I'm just going to run across somebody instantly fall in love. They're going to fall in love with me and everything's going to be perfect. There's going to be hiccups. So I need to give them time and me time. 
to assess the situation and see if this is something that they want and that I want and can we work this together to be successful within that relationship. Probably the worst rambling and worst example, but that's what popped into my head. That's what you guys are stuck with. So, um, you know, that and a jujitsu black belt. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, but I think you guys get the get the point there, you know. And, and, and with all this, I'm not suggesting that you stop setting standards for yourself, you know. But if you're expecting too much from yourself, take a step back. Show yourself that grace. Reassess your expectations. Make sure they're realistic and provide space for growth and opportunity. And these things here could also be used towards another person in your life. But this should result in a more relaxing environment in your life, as well as give you some more contentment in your life. So, I'm hoping, seriously hoping, that after listening to this rambling and the, the other ramblings that I did on this topic, that you choose to give yourself grace, okay? And nothing worth having in life is going to be easy. So, this isn't going to be easy for you to do continuously. It's just a matter of getting back up and doing it again when you, when you falter, you know? It can be done. Just remember, typically, nothing shines 24 hours a day. Nothing. I don't know, maybe the sun does, but it doesn't shine 24, you know, 24 hours a day where you're at, you know, um, typically. So, but it is always shining it's, you know, on the other side of the earth, and then it's there and there and rotating. But now that's... That's more more stuff I don't know much about, but um, you know. So, but point is, point is, you're gonna have setbacks, you're gonna falter, you're gonna slip. But if you get in the habit of, on a slightly regular basis, showing yourself yourself grace, you're gonna be able to pull yourself back into doing it more regularly, you know. And even if it's just showing yourself a little tiny bit more today and a little bit more tomorrow and a little bit more the next day, it's going to start building. I believe, you know, the, the saying goes, it takes 30 days to build a new habit. I think it's, what, 60 days to, or is it 90 days? We're going to go with 90, just that makes it longer. Um 30 days to build a new habit. I, I, I believe it's 60 or 90 days to um, quit an old habit and 120 days to make a lifestyle change. Um, I probably should have looked that up before I regurgitated that here, but I think you guys get the picture. Give yourself time. Show yourself grace. Give yourself time to make this a habit. And then give yourself time to get rid of old habits and give yourself more time get rid of those old habits and then give yourself more time to make this all a lifestyle change because you're worth it the people in your life are worth this change and this time and this effort and your future is worth it as well so thank you again for listening to my rambling i hope this helps a little tiny bit in your life 
in your journey to trying to create a better you, a better life for you and your loved ones. So again and again and again, thank you all so much and much love. And on that note, that's a wrap. Thank you guys for, what, tuning in? (laughs) You know, if you enjoyed this and you want to continue to support the page, please click follow or subscribe or whatever the platform you're listening on says. Feel free to share this to other people that might find it entertaining or educational, I dare say. (laughs) But, you know, if you also want to continue to find other ways to support me and the podcast, you can head on over to my Beacons link. That's beacons.ai slash Eddie Bowers. I also have a Patreon page. If you go over to patreon.com, just type in chat with me and that'll take you to the page. There are a few different membership programs there. Do not feel obligated. Of course, I'd appreciate it. But you can just follow it there as well and see some updates. I do things that are just to the public as well as some special things for members there. Every little bit counts. Every little bit helps. But the biggest thing is just you guys listening and finding me on social media and interacting with me. So again, I appreciate each and every one of you. Much love and have an amazing morning, afternoon, day, evening, whatever time it is that you are listening to this. I appreciate you. Have an amazing day. And remember, you're worth it.